Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Wednesday night, Wednesday evening, Bible study, wisdom for life. I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff that's going on around us today. Each day I say that because that's true. I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff that's going on, because today there's a whole lot of stuff going on around us in the world, and there's a lot of things happening with uh, Russia, Ukraine, and uh, gas prices here in America, and gas prices, and this prices, and credit card changing systems, and I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on today. You ain't seen that much stuff that it is today. It's just a whole lot of stuff going on. But praise God anyway, because God's still in control. That's the best part. God is still in control, regardless of what man is doing or what man plans to do. God is still in control, and I'm excited about that tonight. I'm really excited that God is still in control, regardless of what man around us do amen i'm just excited about what god is doing in this last day that we're living in bow your heads with me for a moment now he's fighting with this bible study lesson sheet i don't know why okay bow your heads with me for a moment Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you on behalf of those that are with me here this evening and those that are listening, however they're receiving this Bible study tonight, whether through YouTube, Twitter, or wherever way they're receiving it. Oh, Lord God, I ask you to touch every level of soul, break yokes in their lives, and meet the needs in their lives. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you've already done. I think about how you're going to make ways out of no ways. Bind a hand on the enemy on, on every hand in their life and give them total victory in Jesus' name. Amen. It's just beautiful to be saved. Wonderful to be in God's will. Every day is a gift from God, and it is great to be alive. Another day. Tonight, I want to talk to you about... Uh, a topic that we all know about. You can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org, and you can uh, click on online services and Wisdom for Life Bible Study link, and you can uh, uh, print out the Bible study lesson tonight, music. Now, tonight I want to talk to you briefly about music. I want to talk to you briefly about music tonight because uh, uh, music is um, a very, very, very important aspect of life. I don't know no culture on this planet that don't use music. I know of no culture on this planet that don't actually use music. I don't care what culture it is. I don't care what type of race, religion, or creed they are. They have some type of music. So tonight, Sister World, I want you to go to uh, Genesis chapter 4, verse 21, and let's talk about where music came from. I don't know why the light is seem to be dimming out, going in and out. Uh, let's talk about music, where it came from. Genesis 4, 
Nah, yeah, you can see if you can push that over just slightly, just slightly. Just slightly, right, just a little more. I don't know what's going on with the lane, but it seems to be going out, in and out tonight, I don't know. Okay, okay, so let's um, go to uh, Genesis chapter 4, verse 21, and let's talk about where Mills came from. Okay, Genesis. Genesis chapter 4, verse 21. Genesis chapter 4 and 21. Uh-huh. And his brother, and his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handled for harp and organ. Mm. What do you think of that verse? Well, I only thing I can think of, well, uh, to explain it, is that it says, and his brother's name was Jubal, uh, and he was the father of such as handled. So he was, the, he handled the music, the harp. He took care of the, I mean, the harp and the organ. The harp, you know, uh, the harp has like a very, um, it's like mellow music, and the organ is a little bit more. Um, Organ is very, uh, to me, an organ is like a very strong in instrument. Mm -hmm. Very um, interesting. That's a very interesting scripture. But it, it, I guess that's, that's what I get from it. But if you want to explain it more, because. Yeah, I'm go. Wait, let me look at Let's look at that verse. Genesis chapter 4, verse 21 says, and his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father. As such, uh, uh, what the hell I got here in here? Hold on a second, I gotta get pull this off tonight. <laughs> okay, he was the father, such as handle uh, that handled a harp and the organ. Okay, now let's look at that verse one more time. And his brother name was Jubal. He was the father, as such as handle the harp and the organ. Uh, let me see your Bible a second. I think I missed the word. Hey. Okay, hold on a second here, folks. Okay, yeah, Genesis 4, 4 and 21. Okay, and his brother named what Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and the organ. Well, what I want to teach y'all tonight about this is music this brother this individual was the main man that was teaching everybody how to use the harp and the organ that's how you got all these folks in church and it's through the lineage all the way down people get gifted to play the organ they don't uh in churches uh, that much they don't have hearts some do sometimes uh, I've seen xylophones, uh, different things that they have in the church, and um, uh, I forgot the other one they call that. Um, but the organ has went down through the centuries from the beginning in the church. I've met, I met personal organists that could play with their eyes closed, and they have such a great anointing on their life, it'll make you want to get right. 
So the organ is a, it's a, a musical instrument. In fact, they have keyboards, they have church organs, and then they have keyboards that the world use. Very few, very few worldly uh, uh, musicians use church organs, but they have regular keyboards and stuff that they use. So this is telling us, I want you to understand it, this is telling us where and who were the first people dealing with the organ, with the heart. This man was skilled at it. He was given it from God, and he was able to teach others to do it, to use it, to play it, and how to play it, and how to get it to move the music, to touch the people, and work on them. Let's move on. This is where, come, where music comes from. Okay, let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28 and verse 13. I want to tell you another part about music. I want you to listen to this verse. Thou has been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sawdust, the topaz, and the diamond, the burl, the oxy, and the jasper. The sapphire, the emerald, and the carpinu, carpinu, and gold, the workmen of thy chiberts and of thy pipes were prepared indeed the day that thou was created. Let me read it one more time. Thou had been in the eating of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The stardust, the topaz, the diamond, the burl, the oxygen, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the copper, and gold. The workmanship of thy chapters and of thy pipes was prepared in thee the day that thou was created. We're talking about Lucifer. The day he was created. See, a lot of people don't understand this. A lot of other people don't understand this at all. The devil was music. Before he got kicked out of heaven, he was music. You hear what I said, Jen? They said he was music. He moved, he was music. He talked, he was music. He was music. He was coming with the most beautiful stones on earth. He was music. What am I saying tonight? What is this verse saying tonight? That the devil knows how to move people through his music. He knows how to get you to move to his beat. Uh, just like God compels us through anointed music, the devil knows how to get these singers to get you to worship them. Don't you know where all these sexual love songs come from? He gave these people these thoughts. He gave people the idea how to put the music together so it could turn you on. They used to have a song. I can't remember the person who made it. They used to say, you keep turning me on in the middle of turning me off. That's how the enemy works. But he was music. So a lot of people don't understand the difference. 
God's music will lead you to do righteousness, and the devil's music will lead you to do ungodliness. You got to know the difference. Every song that they sing, so-called gospel, is not about the gospel. Every so-called beat that churches choose is not direct from God. Some of it's from the devil. That's a fact. But church preachers, preachers and leaders are so blind, they don't know the difference. They don't know the difference of the music that they're letting you listen to. I remember there was a song that the church that I was raised in. The song that they, uh, one of the songs, everybody that sung that song backslid. My pastor banned that song for ever being sung in that church again. Because there was something about that song that everybody sung that song, they backslid and walked away from God. I don't know. But the thing I want to tell you tonight, I want you to understand is that music moves and compels people. Music talks to people. Don't you notice when you at work? Listen to this. Why are you at work doing your work? They turn on the radio. Now all other music don't bother you whatsoever until they turn on a song that you used to listen to years ago. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's all coming back to you now. The moves, the thought, the action, all that's coming back to you. That's how the devil works. The Bible tells us we're not ignorant of his devices. You got to understand the things about music. Beloved, you got to understand that music could get in you and turn you upside down. Music could get in you and turn you to God. The wrong type of music will get you in the bed with somebody. I'm not kidding you. That's how powerful music is. Look at that verse again. Look at that verse. Thou have been in the garden of God. Thou have been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The starters, the topaz, the di and the diamond, the barrel, the octi, and the jasper, the sapphire, and the emerald, and the cobble, and gold. Listen to this. The workmen of the, the tabers and the pipes that have appeared, was prepared in thee. Oh, my goodness. He was prepared, created as a musical instrument. That's how the enemy was created. The devil was created with music. He has a musical instrument. He was actual music. When he talked, he walked, he was music. He was supposed to be glorifying God, but he got lifted up in pride. That's why he got kicked out. You got to understand something. He was also the most beautiful angel of all angels. Got to read your Bible. Well, the thing about this, he also had beautiful covering of our most finest stones. Notice most singers, they want the greatest wealth. Notice the rappers, they run around with giant chains and gold teeth and all kind of crazy stuff. Music compels people. You know, when you go in the store, 
Sometimes you hear music. When you go on some of them wealthy stores, uh, 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 really upscale stores, you'll see somebody sitting there playing piano. Nice, quiet, moving music. Before I was saved, I used to do DJ. I used to be a DJ before I got saved. But I love the DJ. But nobody, nobody knew but a couple of people a secret about me. I love to listen to mellow music. Not DJ Mel. Not rocking and rocking and cracking and walking. No, 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 no. When I went home, I had this spirit that I wanted to listen to some mellow music. Uh, they used to have a station going, I think, Easy 93 with nothing but music. Uh, Neil Sedaker and uh, 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 what's that? What's his name? Tony Bennett. And uh, I could just name. Well, I used to love to listen to they singing. The nice smooth music. All those smooth singers. Uh, um, oh, my goodness. That can go on. Any of those that came on, I was always happy. It was nice, quiet music. I want to you. I wasn't saved. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know that God had people that can sing anointed songs that would draw me closer to the Lord. I didn't know that at that time. I didn't know that at that time. Music moves people. If you get the right music on, people work faster. People will become more productive in their work. I'm serious. You have the wrong music on, you're going to have chaos. The spirit of chaos is going to be on that job. All kind of madness. People get headaches, all kind of crazy stuff. Even in your home, your home. The kind of music you play in your home is who you really want to entertain. If you want to entertain God in your home, you're going to have some godly music. If you want to entertain the world, you're going to put on some worldly music. I noticed I was at a family function not too long ago. And I, I was sitting there, a thought crossed my mind. Everybody was on the, on the dance floor, partying, having a good time, according to them. But I noticed something about everybody. Everybody was partying, but most of them were looking down. They were looking down to the ground. Why? Take some toll and check, but I'll see if I'm, what I'm saying is correct. If you ever notice you go to a party, most people are looking down when they're jumping around. I'm not talking about at a concert because most people are jumping up and down. I'm not talking about a concert. I'm talking about when they go to a party and everybody partying together. They're looking down at their shoes. They're looking down at the ground. But when the people of God start dancing and praising before God, they're looking up. Amen. They're looking up to their redeemer. Ah, a lot of people don't know that. We're looking up. We're waving. We're worshiping. We're praising. We're shouting. We're dancing before the Lord. But we're looking up. When the world is dancing and carrying on, they're looking down. It's a fact. Check it out. See if I'm making it up. That was revealed to me while I was sitting here watching everybody. Hey, everybody looking down. When you don't serve God, when you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, that's what you're going to do. Because <laughs> there's nothing to look up for. But we that know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we can look up and live. That's what the scripture said. Look up and live. 
on your job. Notice that. Notice when you're on your job. Think about this. When you're around certain people, they start acting a certain way when they turn on music. Some music is demon possessed. Some music could bring deliverance to people. But it's from God. It'll bring true deliverance. Amen. All right, sister. Well, let's uh let's move on. Let's go to Daniel 3:15. I want you to listen to this verse. Daniel 3:15. We got to understand that the life we live speaks for it. The music you live for, the listen to also speaks for your lifestyle. It also speaks when you go to work. Understand you can't expect God to move in your mess when you're at work or at home if you're playing the world's music. Oh, it's just the truth. I know people get upset. Oh, I, I was listening to... I was reading something and they were talking about some singer. She's a lesbian. She married some woman. I'm like, what? And she's supposed to be a gospel singer. And everybody running around saying, don't judge her. I'm going to tell you a fact that she's going to hell if she don't get right. She won't be lost. Because no homosexuals are going in the head of no lesbians. None of that stuff is going. You could sing like a mockingbird, but your life ain't right. Singing it again. Lucifer. Was the king of singing? Okay, even the man, even the mills can suck. Okay, go ahead. Well, Daniel chapter three and fifteen. Listen to this, y'all. Now, if ye be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, psaltery, and Oh, Dulcima, and all kinds of music. Uh-huh. Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace, who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hand. That's interesting. Right? Uh, That's interesting. Oh, right? so it reads. Huh? you have to like. You look at the scripture above, although we're talking, I was talking about um, Shadrach, Meshach, I'm sorry, That's Shadrach, Meshach, yeah. and Abednego. That was for everybody, not just that. Right, but Nebuchadnezzar was That's um, right. yeah, the king. So he was telling them um, when you hear the sound of the cornet, the different instruments. Uh-huh. And it says, and all kinds of music, he fall uh -huh. down and worship the image, which I so they want he wanted once you hear the music, he wanted them to fall down to worship the image. Mm. Which of course was not uh God. Um so I guess this is like correlating with what you were talking about with worship with music, how you have music that when you listen to it, it makes you want to dance. So then, you know, and worldly music. I'm talking about uh, dancing. Uh, you want to say the devil's music. <laughs> but then you have when you hear really anointed music, anointed music, that makes you want to worship God. 
Mm-hmm. So even I mean, and, and we dance in the you know in the uh, in the spirit, but I'm just saying it's anointed music. It's music that you're not gonna feel like you're um, you don't you want to get down and boogie to say you know it's music you want to pray you want to worship the Lord, call on His name, you know, and deliver. Well, what was the significance of that verse? Well, I guess the significance was he was telling them that, because um, it says, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast. And so he was giving them an ultimatum. Like, that's right. If you don't worship the, the image, then we're going to put you in the fire. That is correct. Now, look at that verse, everybody. Oh, and he was also saying, and who is that God that, so he was like mocking them. Well, who's the God that's going to deliver you? Well, it wasn't that he was mocking God. I want to explain that verse. Look. No, not God. I'm talking about the... the... I want you to look at that verse. Verse uh, uh, verse 15 of Dan, January chapter 3, it says, Now if ye be ready, and at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harpet, the sapic, sapic, uh, palsy, and the dulcimer, and all kinds of music. Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. If ye worship not, ye shall be cast into the ye cast the same hour into the midst of a fiery furnace. And who God shall be able to deliver you out of my hand? Listen to that verse one more time. And now, if you'll be ready, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, sipostry, the similar, and all kinds of music, ye shall fall down and worship the image which I made. Well, if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a fiery furnace, and who God that shall deliver you out of my hand? Nebuchadnezzar, the king. He made the images, and he wanted people to worship it. And when they heard music, they had to worship that image. They had to bow down to that image and give it glory. We are in that state today, whether you know it or not, many things are given to us as idol worship. Amen. If you're not comfortable, you'll be worshiping iPhone. I must have another one. Yes, another one came out. I must have another one. You start worshiping this stuff. Some people worship their clothes. Some people worship their money. Beloved, understand, music compels people to do something. This verse is showing that the music compels everybody to just bow down and worship, but say, Meshach Abednego, and then you would not want to bow down. Sandrach, Meshach, and Abednego was not bowing down and worship no milk, to no idol, to no music. They only worship the living God. This is how you have to be in your life. I'm only going to worship the living God. But I want to tell you something. After the church is raptured away, you going if you don't take the mark of the beast, you're going to be killed. Tortured. Because you got to worship that image. You have to worship that image. 
But the unique thing here in this verse is, it says something at the end. It said, look at it. Listen to what it says. And who God that shall deliver you out of my hand? And who God shall deliver you out of my hand? Even asking a question. However, Sandrat, Meshach, and Abednego knew the living God was capable of delivering them. No other person, God, was capable of delivering them because they were all worshiping idols. So they had to bow down and worship that idol. They had to do what the king said. Whenever they heard any time, notice he said, any kind of news. I don't care if you was in the middle of a wedding. I don't care if you was in the middle of cooking. I don't care if you was in the middle of washing up. You had to stop washing your behind and bow down and worship. Because you heard music, any kind of music. We're living in a day where we're caught up in idolatry. Idol worship. People say, I ain't in no idol worship. Yes, you are. You worship that gold chain on you. You worship the devil when you listen to his music, the world's music. You move to the rhythm and the beat. It gets your feet moving and your fingers snapping. It gets you going and shaking and rocking. And they put on the right type of music. You'll have some man or woman smooth talking you. Because it compels people. It moves upon you. That music moves upon you. It moves upon your mind. It moves upon your heart. Music can make you cry. Music can make you weep. Music can make you rejoice. Music is something you got to be careful with. I was watching a video the other day. I happened to come across a video, and this little boy was on a pole swinging. Now, he was swinging on one of the strippers' poles. I ain't never seen that. And he was swinging on that pole just like a stripper, a little boy. You say, oh, that's funny. No, that ain't funny. He was on a stripper's pole. His mama must be a stripper because he was swinging around on that pole just like a stripper. It was an actual stripper's pole. I'm like, what? That's what they had in the house. Music compels us to do things. So you got to understand, beloved. Understand the type of music and the day that we live in, that this music is to compel you. As I said before, all music is not godly music. All music that they have in churches is not from God. Because most preachers don't have the gift of discernment to discern whether this music is from God or not. I remember, I remember many, 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 many years ago. A preacher from Africa came and visited our church. And he was sitting there and he heard this song that they was playing. There's some song that the church started playing. The musicians started playing it. And he was shocked and stunned. And he asked the pastor, why are y'all playing this music? And the pastor didn't understand what he was talking about. He said, why are you playing this music? 
That's what they did. The witches danced to. That's the beat that the witches danced to. That was the end of that song. Pastor said it's gone. Don't worry about it. You'll never hear it again. We'll never hear it again. It's gone. Got to know what you bring in your home. You got to understand what you bring in your church. Every musician that comes in the church is not saved. They need to get saved. They shouldn't be around the organ playing no music until they got the Holy Ghost and got some power in their life to keep them sanctified. Amen. To keep them holy as they play that guitar, as they play that saxophone, as they play that piano, as they play that organ. They need the power of God in their life. You, you got to understand that when we are saved, the Bible says, as you see the light walk your rear, the Bible said, come out from amongst them and be separated, say of God. And I receive, you got to understand that you got to come out from that. You got to let go that you can't be in a nightclub and the jazz club playing, and you talk about you coming in the church and play. I don't care what churches do. It's contrary to what God said. You cannot serve mama and God at the same time. You cannot serve the world and God at the same time. You cannot do that. Do you know a police officer, a police officer is supposed to be a servant of the law of the land. He has no business being involved in drugs. He has no business being involved in prostitution. He has no business being involved in money laundering. None of that stuff. Well, yet some are. And they still carry that badge or proudly. You can't serve two. Either you're going to cleave to one or hate the other, or you're going to reject one and go with the other. Let's move on. Let's go to who had music. Okay, let's go. Let's let's go to Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. Listen to this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sent praises unto God, and a person is heard that. All right, one more time. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sent praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Now, listen, to it. they were making music before the Lord without instruments. They were singing praises and worshiping God while they were in jail. Now, they were in jail. Now, they were in prison. They begin to worship and bless the name of God at midnight. They begin to lift up the wonderful name of Jesus. Then they begin to sing songs and magnify him. And all the prisoners in there uh, uh, heard him and said, what is these two guys doing? We in prison and they singing to God. But what happened was Paul and Silas knew something that the prisoners didn't know. Because right after that, the angels came and brought them out of prison. But music edifies God when it's godly music. You got to understand something about the devil. The devil loves to manic everything God has. Whatever it is, he loves to manic everything God has. So it's preaching, teaching, singing, whatever. That's why you have the prosperity ministry. Because they like to manic everything God has. They love to manic everything. They love to uh, 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 pretend everything. Why well, pretend when you could just have God? 
But Paul and Silas began to magnify and bless the name of God while they were in prison. And what happened? The music in them touched God. And God sent an angel to deliver them. Brought them right out of that prison. Because God is capable of doing that. When you're in your daily life, you need to spend some time and sing some songs before the Lord. When you're going through tests and trials, you need a song, sing some songs, put on some anointed gospel music. You don't have to be a great singer. Get some gospel music. Get all that worldly garbage out of your house. You say you're saved. Get all that worldly music out of your house. Stop listening to all the worldly music on YouTube. Monitor the movies you watch. It's, the movies today are so bad, 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 bad. They're getting worse. Even some of these so-called Christian movies are bad, 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 bad. And getting worse. But the unique thing here, Paul and Silas, now such is what we can do. We can worship God in our home. It shouldn't come to a point where you get arrested. Paul and Silas were arrested for preaching the gospel. That's a different story. Don't get arrested for your crimes. Don't be doing no crimes. But you should take time and think about this. And worship and bless God in the midst of your trials. Because that was a trial and a test for Paul and Silas at that time. They were in jail, bound up in chains and finished. But if you could just begin to praise and worship God and magnify his name and make music before God and begin to worship him, he'll bring you out. He'll bring you out of your personal issue. He'll bring you out of your personal trouble. I'm serious. He'll bring you out. He'll bring you through. He'll bring you over. He'll bring you through your personal trouble. That's what I like about God. He'll bring you over. He'll bring you out. He'll actually take you when you worship him. The Bible said God inhabits the praises of his people. So we worship him and make music before him. Gospel singers supposed to sing and edify. I was, I, last Sunday, I was telling y'all about the song. Telling those I was watching the broadcast and listening to the podcast about the song. You know my name. Uh, what, Tisha? Tasha, what, Tisha, right? Tasha. Tasha Cobb Lennon. And the song says, <clears throat> You know my name. <clears throat> and then it's in there another sentence. You are my friend. Now, that's interesting. That is interesting. You know my name. You know my name. <clears throat> and then it says, you are my friend. It's music. The thing about music, music also come with words. And as the words connect with that music, listen to this. As the words connect to that music, it cause an effect on those that's listening to it. Music by itself can cause a powerful effect. Music and words together can cause the ultimate effect on a person. Amen. It could drive you crazy or it could drive you to deliverance. I'm serious. 
I'm serious. I know a young man <clears throat> that wasn't saved and he heard this gospel song and it caused him to get saved. But he still had to get a hold on God for himself. We must understand that music plays a central part in our lives, whether we are saved or not. Yeah, I'll say that again. Music plays a central part in our lives, whether we saved or not. Music has always been in the lives of humans. Mankind has always been affiliated with music. All mankind has always been affiliated with some type of music. Maybe this or this and this different instrument. Amen. But every country on this planet has some type of music. <clears throat> every country. Why? Because music compels people to do something. Music compels us. To step back, move forward, sit down, get up, jump, shout. It compels us. Amen. It compels us. You even have music that you can listen to that will put you to sleep because it's soft, sleepy music. It'll put you to sleep. That's something to think about. But if the spirit of confusion is in that music, you're going to have a headache. You're going to have issues. Music is made for us, whether we saved or not. <clears throat> the enemy has always tried to mimic everything God does. That's why there's so much world music in the world. Music has always been used. To pervert people. Look at rap music. Look how it perverted the black community. Look how the music the devil had gotten these people and allowed them to start perverting women and, 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 and bringing women down to nothing to make a dollar. Got to tell the truth. Music. Look at some of this rock music the white folks listen to. How it destroyed many of the kids' minds. Some of them committed suicide. Music. It does something. It does something to your home. When you have the rock, you know what? I've been to a few people's houses. Some people's houses I've been to is massive computers and I can't sit there. Then when I will go to Brother Oliver's house, I can sit there and go to sleep. It's peaceful. Play. No mad spirits running through the house. You got to get the right spirit in your house. He didn't have all that mess in his house. He didn't have all that garbage in his house. That's the difference. You have to have your home that's inviting to God. Understand music plays a central part in your life. I 
understand music is either going to make you or break you. Not going to do both. Let's move on. All right, Sister Wells, go to uh, uh, 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. That's yes, something to think about. That music plays a central part in our life and everybody's life. Sometimes I'm compelled to sing certain songs before service. If the Lord brings it to me and I, I got it, I'll, I'll sing it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Sister Well. Second Kings chapter 3 and 15. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. So a person of music, a minstrel. Wait, 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 wait. Are you reading? Am I reading the right thing? Read Second Kings, chapter yeah. two. Second Kings, chapter three, verse fifteen. Yeah, that's what I'm reading. Second oh, I'm sorry. Kings, Go ahead. Chapter three. No, I'll read it again. Second Kings, chapter three and fifteen. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. So, um, the scripture is talking about, um, uh, the minstrel and is a person, go ahead, I, a person of music. Oh, right? yeah, go to, uh, that's 13, that's the full verse. Yeah. <coughs> go ahead. I read it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, I guess it's talking about, um, a person of music. Mm -hmm. And it says that um, when the minstrel played that the, and that the hand of the Lord came upon right. him. So the person, because they are a person of music and they were playing unto the Lord, um, it, uh, the hand of God, the hand of the Lord. So the hand of the Lord came upon him. I want you. Um, so was the hand of the Lord came upon the king? No. No, right? Let me explain. Look at that verse, everybody. Second Kings chapter three, verse 15, it said, and Elisha, 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 it's really Elisha. Wait, 14 or 15? Yes, 14 and 15. Oh, you only have 15. Okay, okay go ahead. And Elisha, Elisha uh, said, As the Lord of hosts liveth behold, perform whom I stand, surely were, not, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judea, I would not look toward thee nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. <clears throat> and it came to pass when a minstrel played, the hand of the Lord came upon him. Let me read it one more time. <clears throat> and Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, whom I stand before, surely it were not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat the king. I would not look toward thee, nor see thee, but bring me now the minstrel. And it came to pass, when the minstrel played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. Elijah. 
It's best for it's actually best 14 and 15. Okay, I forgot to put it on tape. Okay, now what happened was he wasn't phased by being around King Jehoshaphat being in his presence. But what happened was he told the king, Now listen. Bring me someone that could play a musical instrument that has God anointing with them. And as that person came and played, the anointing of God came upon Elijah. Elijah. And he began to prophesy what God was going to do. Music can compel you to move in the in a, in a spirit of God. Amen. As I said before, the devil has music to get you to move, to do wickedness. Because he's a fake. He's a copycat. Amen. Music can get you and compel you to do things. Right here, Elijah was compelled when the music was played, the hand of God came upon him and he was able to prophesy and tell them what was going to come, what God was going to do. And it's the same thing. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. If you spend time and really pray and really worship God, the spirit of God will open your eyes to what's around you. The spirit of God will give you direction. When you inhabit God and God inhabits your praises, that's a commune. The connection is made. When I first got saved, I learned that a lot of the brothers and sisters, they would put on some nice gospel music to bring about an atmosphere that God could move in in the midst of them. And they begin to pray and they begin to worship and God will come in the midst. God will bring healing. God will bring deliverance. God will bring jobs. Fix home. But God had to be God had to be honored. God had to be magnified. We fail because music is not a part of our life on the right terms. Music need to be part of your daily life that you live each day. Worship music before the Lord. See, you really, if you say you really want to be saved, you got to follow the rules. You got to learn to worship God. You got to learn how to bless his name. First of all, hallelujah is the highest praise before God. Everybody just said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah is the highest praise. There is no higher praise to God than hallelujah. Most people don't even know that. Hallelujah is the highest praise. It's the highest praise. Hallelujah. We sing songs. I'll give you an example. We sing songs as... Uh, Oh my goodness, the song just ran through my mind. Uh, some of them, uh, 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 oh, I had one old song we used to sing. We have come into your house to magnify your name and worship you. And then they be playing music. <clears throat> we have come into your house 
and gathered in your name to worship you. Oh, we have come into your house and gathered in your name to worship you. That's one of the songs about worship. And then there's a song. Listen to this. Music. And music goes with it. And one of the other songs they would sing when they were not broken and wanted to get right with God. Just as I I come, I come before thee. There's different songs that they were singing to get to move God, to get him to get uh, 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 in response to them, to see that they sincere. Then they sing different songs, I pray, talking about a good time. We're going to have a time, all kind of different songs to get people to start moving and praising and worship God. Amen. The devil has all kind of songs to mimic that. You got to have worship in your home. True worship when you say. You got to have music that magnifies God when you're in your home. And edify him for who he is. Let's move on. Let's go to Amos chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. And it says, That lieth upon the bed, uh, beds of ivory, and stretch themselves upon their couches, and eat the lambs out of the flocks, and the cows out of the midst of the stall. That chant to the sound of a vow, and invert, and invent to, them, the, to themselves instrument of music like David. I'm going to read it again. That lie upon the beds of ivory, ivory and stretch themselves upon couches, their couches, and eat the lambs out of the flocks and the cows out of the midst of the star. And that chant to the sound of a vow and invent to themselves mills, instruments of music like David. I told you the devil tried to mimic everything God does. They make a chant to a violin or string instrument when they hear it. They invent to themselves all type of music, musical instruments, and all they do that today, all they do is constantly and constantly invent music and song to keep people bound and sent. You'll hear somebody say, oh, the church is dead. It's not like us. We have a good time when we go to parties. I don't go to church to party. I go to church to worship God and give him glory for bringing me for another day and magnify his glorious name. I don't go to church to party. I'm not going, going there to socialize. I'm going there to hear God's word. I'm going there because I want to worship God. Music. They invented all type of music. And this is what happens today, beloved. Understand the day we're living in where they make up all, they constantly come up with different types of music. Now, I know a lot of people disagree with me, but the Bible does not support 
uh, praise dancing. The Bible does not support my ministry. None of that good stuff they do. It's not biblical, but people do it. These boys searching that scripture. They use one scripture to justify everything they do. And that's not what the script, that's not how the word of God go. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the words of truth. They're doing everything the world does. That's all. Everything the world does, the church wants to do it. That's why a lot of people going to church going to be lost when the Lord comes. Because they're not doing what the Lord say do. They're doing what the world say do. The Bible said, come out from amongst them and be separated. He wants you to separate yourself. He wants you to separate your home music. He wants you to get his music in your life. He wants you to get his music rooted in your home. Can't get it rooted in your car and your job if you can't get it rooted in your home and in your life. You got to get it rooted in you. You got to be rooted and grounded in God's music. Everybody's not playing God's music. Everybody's not worshiping God. Everybody's not magnifying God. Wake up. Learn what these scriptures are talking about. Understand that the enemy also has music. You got to know how to rightly divide the music. Make sure it's God. You heard some of these songs that the church say, I looked up and he looked down. That's not God. No. Some songs they have don't even mention him at all. Let's move on. But I want, I want to bring, I want to go over that verse one more time. That lies upon the beds of ivory and stretch themselves upon their couches and eat the lambs out of the uh, flocks and the cows out of the midst of the star and chant to the sound of the violin and invent music themselves, musical instruments of music. They do this because they don't want to serve God, but they want to mimic the things of God. They don't want to really live for God because they don't want to give up their worldly ways and unclean ways. They don't want to get off their sinful ways. They don't want to give their life to Jesus Christ, but they want to mimic it. Many people mimic it. You got to understand that you got to get the gospel according to the scripture. Let's move on. Okay, Sister Wells. <clears throat> Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23. You got, you got to understand that this is a personal thing. And you have to understand that music plays that central part in my life and in your life. And we really need to get in tune with God. We really need to get in tune with God and how the music moves God. And if you're not careful, you'll be playing for the devil. All right. Go ahead, Sister Wells. Uh, first. Samuel 16 and 23. Uh-huh. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an, an arm, sorry, that David took an arm and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Ah, that's interesting. Evil just it talks about evil spirit being upon Saul. because um, Saul had he had issues. <laughs> so, 
was uh, he was the king, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And so David took the, the, the harp and he played it. And coming back talking about music, uh, it it refreshed and made him um come up, it made him um replenish rather. And that the, the evil spirit that was upon him departed. Yes. So he was delivered at this particular time from that evil spirit. Look at that verse. First uh, Samuel 12, uh, 16, 23 says, And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took a harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Notice I talked before about what music can do. As David played with the anointing of God, listen to this. Anybody else that played for soul, he did not get delivered. If anybody else came and played, there was no deliverance given. They just played building, and it just made the matter worse. But because David had the anointing of God on him, as he played that violin, the anointing flowed, and it touched King Saul and that evil spirit left. You see, people say, God don't do this. Now, let me tell you something. God will allow. So I tell you to live right. Saul was a type of person that wouldn't listen to what God said, so God allowed an evil spirit to come upon him. Made him miserable. But God was also merciful to him. He sent David to play before him. And when he played before him, that music sent out that anointing, and it flowed and touched the king. And God would deliver him. And the evil spirit would leave. It wouldn't just deliver, deliver him, but this evil spirit would leave him. He will be refreshed and well. It says something to think about. Each person has to deal with deliverance for themselves. When you listen to true anointed music, you can get delivered. When you listen to true anointed singing, you can get delivered. You could deliver thyself just through the hand of the words of song and the ministration of music. Because music moves and compels us to do something. It compels us to respond some way. That's how music works. It compels us to move some way, to act some way, to talk some way. That's how music works. Young women today move to music. They wear them little, little, little mini skirts. They wear the pants tight. They're so tight that they behind they can't even sit down. The way you present yourself tells the world what you are. How you present yourself tells the world how you are, who you hang around, who you want to be around. How you present yourself. What type of music you listen to draws those type of people around you. That's what it does. Whatever type of music you listen to, it's going to draw that type of people around you. So if you listen to trashy music, stop complaining that you got trashy people around you. Just common sense. Let's move on.
Let's go to Psalms 137, 3 and 4. Listen to this. Psalms 137, 3 and 4 says, For thee that carried us away captive required us of a song, that they and they that wasted us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. And we ask them, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Let me read it one more time. And then, and it came to pass, oh, excuse me, I'm excuse me. For they that carried us away, captives required of us a song, and they that wasted us required us us mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. And we said, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? That's the thing. I was watching this movie some uh, a while back. And this guy uh, was trying to connect with this church girl. So then he, uh, she went out to dinner with him and she wound up getting drunk. Well, the Bible says, what's in you will come out of you. She went and got the mic from the, the people that was doing the DJ or whatever they're doing. And guess what? All she did was talk about Jesus. She's drunk now. All she did is talk about Jesus to the, at, that, at that club, and then people wasn't happy about it. They told her, you coming up in here talking about Jesus? They didn't want to hear. They wasn't having that. She came in there. She knew she didn't belong there in the first place. She took one drink, and she got drunk, and then she went and took the mic and started preaching to people because that was what was in her. She was doing something she had no business and it was the foul on her. But because the spirit of God was in her, it pushed his way out to let the world know who she was and that she was saved and she had no business there. Music moves you. Music compels you. Music makes you do things. Look at this verse. They wanted them to sing the song of Zion. And they said, how in the world are we going to sing songs of Zion? And that's what God is trying to tell a lot of us. You go to your child and they do it. Some of them even ask you, oh, why don't you play some church songs? Why don't you sing some church songs? <clears throat> you got to remember something. You can't go amongst the world with what you have in that form. You know why? But you have to be led of God. When you are led of God, you'll be effective. But when you're not led of God, you're not going to be effective. Music must be done, especially from God. Music must be directed from him because it's going to accomplish that which it set out to do. It's not going to return back to him, boy. His words don't return back to him, boy. We have to let God do this. And over there, they were carried away captive because they had rebelled against God. But however, they captured, knew that they knew God's music and they wanted to hear it. And there's some people that's unsaved that don't know God. They do know about his music. They want to hear it, but they won't serve God. I know some people that's not saved to this day. They love gospel music. And I'm like, you don't even know God, but they love gospel music. Don't think about them, beloved. When you go to work, when you're around your relative, don't change for them. Introduce them to what God had. Introduce them to what God had. 
Let God use you in that capacity on your job, in your home, around your family. You shouldn't be dancing to they beat. You need to dance and move to God's beat. You're supposed to have changed your dance partner. Yes, a corny Bible study. It's just interesting when you look at this verse that these people wanted them to sing songs of Zion after they carried them away captive. They wanted to hear some of the glory song. They wanted to hear that song, We Gonna Have a Time. What's that song you speak? Uh, uh, we Gonna Have a Time. I can't remember all the words of that song. What is it? We Gonna Have a Time. Oh, we're gonna have a time. Um, good, good time. We're gonna have. We're gonna have that. Yeah, they they wanted them to say, "We're gonna have a time. Good time, good time. Right. We're gonna have a time. Oh, good time, good time. We're gonna have a time. We're gonna." They wanted them to start singing that. They were now captive. How in the world are they gonna sing about having a good time and they captive? But that's what they wanted to hear, and they wanted to hear them say, "In the army of the Lord." They wanted to hear the sing about the Indian Army around. They don't took them away. <laughs> Beloved, the world wants to hear about God. You need to be in a position for them to hear what God has to say through music and song. All right, let's move on, Sister Wells. Go to Revelation chapter 14, verse 3 and 4. Revelation chapter 14, verse 3 and 4. Music is just, it's just something about music that it become a central part of all of our lives. It becomes a central part of everybody's life that we should follow before God. Okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, Revelation 14. Uh, three to four. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not the followed women, for they are virgins. They these are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first group unto God and to the Lamb. So, and they sung as if scripture is stating. I mean, this is Revelation, so you have to. So I'm just going to like a brief. Uh, and it said, so they sung as it were a new song before the throne. So they were before the throne. That's correct. God, right? And before the four beasts and the elders. So, the, you know, the elders and the, the beasts, they talk about, is it 24? Um, but they're only saying four here, rather, four, um, sorry, before the four beasts and the elders. Yeah. And it's saying the 144, the 140 and 4,000. One four four comma zero zero. Go ahead. And it says which were redeemed, so they were taken. You know, they were redeemed back from earth. And it's explaining they were they were not defiled. That's right. 
with women, right? They were virgins, uh, yeah. and it goes so on and so on. So I believe it's, you know, it's telling you about what the music plays a part in this last, um, this last time, the end time, rather. Okay, look at that verse. Uh, I must be in print out, type out all the stuff. Um, I think I just only got verse uh, three. Okay. Uh, uh, but it's uh, only typed out the uh, first three, I think. And it said, and they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the beast and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. Let me read it one more time. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the beast and the elders. No man could learn that song. But the hundred and forty-four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These hundred and forty-four thousand were virgin that God had sent to go forth and minister, but this is after the rapture and the caught away of the church. They're gonna be undefiled, they're gonna go forward and minister God's word. The dispensation of grace is gonna be over. I think that uh, I think it was a Jehovah Witness, was it not the, either Jehovah Witness? I think they would run around saying they were 144,000, and a lot of they say they would run around and say they have 144,000. None of them were, and none of them are. These are people that God chose, Jews that true original Jews that God chose 144,000 of them. They are going to be redeemed back to God. And what they're going to do, they're going to sing a song before the throne of God. Nobody knows. Nobody's going to learn that song. They're going to sing a song of worship and praise. Nobody knows. No one ever heard. Music. See, a lot of people don't understand something about God. The reason why God created Lucifer because he oh, likes music. Uh, says, I think so. Yeah, because it says they, these that they Right. Okay, but listen to this. One of the reasons God created Lucifer because God likes music. That's one of the reasons why. People say, well, why? Because he likes music. That's why we worship, we play organs, anointing comes upon people, they play organs, they sing. That's why it's there. The enemy said he was going to lift up his throne above God's throne. He's trying to be above God. Got himself smacked around. What I'm trying to say is that music plays a central part in everybody's life. And that music plays a central part in your life. You got to know whose music it is. You got to know whose music compelling you to do what you do. Because some music can have you start talking all kind of perverse stuff. You got to make sure God is guiding your steps with your music. This is just a brief little Bible study on music. It could go a long way. There's hundreds of uh, scriptures about singing, singing before God. Uh, there's songs about a daughter that danced before the king and wanted to get herself uh, 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 killed. Uh, uh, there's all kinds of things. 
That's but today you got to understand something that God hasn't changed. He still loves music. But he loves godly milk. Clean milk. Righteous milk. And singing. Many people run around singing gospel and don't know the God of the music and songs that they sing about. Okay, Sister Wells, what's the uh, memory scripture for today? The memory scripture is the elders have ceased from the gate, the young men from their music. Lamentations 5 and 14. All right. If there's anybody here that's listening to this broadcast, I don't care where you're at. If you don't know there's your personal savior, if you are, if I, yes, I have them here. I have for tonight. Okay. If anybody here that does not know the Lord is your personal savior, are you a musician in the church that's not really saved? This night is your hour to get, give your life to the Lord and let God minister through your life. And become anointed and let him anoint you for his service. Bow your head and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you, to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to cleanse me, come into my heart, my mind, and my soul. Save me. I accept you as my personal savior. I thank you for dying on Calvary and rising on the third day. Yes, for me. I thank you for saving me and cleaning me up and anointing me as a vessel before you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, don't leave yet. Hold up. Every night, every Wednesday night, I give gems. The gems are two words from two scriptures in the Bible. I give you that, give you the scripture, and you can go back and read it later. Okay, the first scripture, uh, the first word is pure, P-U-R-E, pure, pure. And that's coming from 2 Samuel chapter 22. And verse 27, 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 27. And the second word is pleasure. The second gem is pleasure. And that's coming from Psalm chapter 5 and verse 4. Psalm chapter 5, verse 4. Now listen. Clean your home up. Get godly music in your home. Let God come into your home through music. Godly music. Ask the Lord to direct your path. That the music you listen to in your home. Let them sanctify your home with godly music. It's up to you to make God an official part of your home and your life daily. Until Sunday at 5.15, the evening service, I will see you then and be encouraged and walk with God. God bless.